Welcome back, everyone, to Cointel Bros. I am your host, Sun, with my co-host. No, Zero. That's my name for this. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing Hollow Earth theory, uh, its origins, its differing models, as well as how it has been uh, incorporated into media as a pre-programming uh, method. And um, to wrap up this topic, we will be convincing people uh, why, she, why we should care, why humans should care about this. Yeah, hopefully this will serve as a nice little introduction to the topic. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get too deep into a lot of stuff. Yeah. Just because like there's, there's so much stuff out there about this and all the other topics we're going to be doing. But hopefully this will serve as like a nice little yeah. introduction if, you know. If you're into it, there's plenty of resources online. We're just trying to do a little brief overview. Mm -hmm. um, we can also get into, I guess, like religious stuff with it, like very, very briefly, because yeah, that could, could be. Yeah, I was going to get into like the Ayurveda as well as like Christian and like Lutheran. Yeah. And even like heliocentric Galileo mm -hmm. era type beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that has like mm -hmm. just that concept of stuff underneath the ground, mm -hmm. which I guess you count as hollow or stuff. So I guess uh, the first thing we should do, I guess, is just kind of give a brief overview of what the hollow earth theory is, mm -hmm. really. And it's kind of fucking self-explanatory, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so, but I mean, you just got to do due diligence. So the hollow earth theory posits that the earth is fucking hollow. Um, that there's stuff going on underneath the ground, basically. Um, it also goes without saying that in the Hollow Earth model, uh, the Earth is a sphere of some, or like a ball, you know. There's like oblong Earth, which I think is more of a trolley thing than like a real thing. Yeah. But, you know. Cube Earth, Turtle Earth. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. That one's fun. I do too, actually. Um, but yeah, so the groundwork of this one is that the Earth is a ball, and there's shit going on inside of it. Yes. Right? Shit going on. Now, there's different models for this, which I think was one of the first things we really wanted to get uh, into. So, um, you want to... Yeah, okay. So, the most popular model for Hollow Earth is that it is basically a half of an eyeball, right? Mm -hmm. So, we have um, the base, mm -hmm. and then we have... I'm trying to explain this without a picture. That's so difficult. <laughs> um, basically, you have two half spheres... Uh, joined together, and the theory is that uh, one is north mm -hmm. and the other is south, mm -hmm. uh, and they mirror one another. And on either entrance, so north and south entrances, um, the world kind of scoops in on itself mm -hmm. and creates an entrance to a whole other world, which has its own sun, its inner sun. Um, so this would be the polar holes hollow earth model, correct? Okay. Yes, yeah. correct. <laughs> And this was one of the ones that got a lot of traction online um, with the alleged uh, Admiral Byrd diaries, mm -hmm. which are hotly debated. Um, yeah. And that's something that people should look into more in depth than what we're going to cover. But essentially, did you write anything down about Byrd? Yeah. So Admiral Byrd is probably within the fringe community one of the most spoken about and— um, he, he's highly influential. So mm. he was an adorned map maker. He was an adorned um, crusader of sorts and like a really experienced explorer. Um, and a lot of people took his work seriously. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, he basically states 
that when he went down there, there were Nephilim, there were giants, there, uh, it was sunny all of the time. It was incredibly warm and hot and green. Mm-hmm. There were four waterfalls. So the four waterfalls comes up a lot, even in like Ayurvedic maps and um, even ancient Mayan maps of inner earth. There are always like four waterfalls. And Admiral Byrd, including Admiral Perry, um, spoke about these. I think it should be said with that the Admiral Byrd uh, was in the U.S. Navy. Yeah. He went down with a full, like a full ship. Like, I don't know if you would call it battalion, but he went down with like a full, like battleship style thing. Yeah. They were supposed to be down there for, I want to say like eight weeks, but they came back after three. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the exact numbers on that one. I forget it. But like, they cut that trip really fucking short. Yeah. And what's interesting about time too. So time and distance are mm. also not really easily calculated with a normal compass or a normal measurement tool because of the way that it's structured. So people would go a few miles, right, and say that they were traveling 70 miles. Mm -hmm. And hundreds of years in gaps with different explorers, they've uh, reported back on this. But continue. Oh, no, no, no. That was... That's basically the gist of it, yeah. So the the whole thing within his diaries is that he says that he got in a plane and he started flying south, trying to find the South Pole. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as he kept on going, he went inside of this polar vortex, like polar opening, polar vortex or Mm -hmm. whatever. Could it start to get warmer? There was green shit. There were animals. He came into life forms. They started fucking talking to him. Some people... Some accounts say that the life forms like had like Nazi iron crosses on their shit, as well as technology. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of techno- technological stuff going on, and like yeah. the people at the poles like warned him about. It kind of gets into that whole like new agey vibe that came out, you know, back in like the what the 70s. It was really big, in, like the 80s, where all the aliens were coming to warn us of nuclear war and mm-hmm. stuff. So it kind of goes along those lines, but yeah, the general gist is that some dude in the navy like. Yep. Went down there. And he's, that's probably like the biggest like account you're going to find of the yeah. And poles so, of the poles. Thing. Yeah. And he, um, he mentions, so I should go back. He was like on a radio, right? And he got cut off. He was broadcasted somehow mm-hmm. to the masses of America. And he, as soon as he got into like the meat and potatoes of his venture, he was actually like abruptly cut off, which happens quite often when people are broadcasting and they're about to reveal something that masses are not supposed to know yet. And that is what happened Mm -hmm. to him. Um, And he was talking about different maps. So Mateus, what's his name? Mateus um, Quadis. He was someone in the 1600s who was like, an esteemed map maker as well. And he claimed um, to do the same thing. He So during the age of exploration, a lot of explorers were able to go to Antarctica or to the North Pole, which same thing. they're just opposites of one another, whatever. <laughs> and he went down there and basically said the same thing. Four rivers, giants, technology that people could use telepathically and with energy, pyramids, an inner sun, all of the same accounts, and this was hundreds of years prior mm-hmm. to Bird, and that's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I think that's a decent overview of, like, the holes at the poles thing. Mm. People have tried to find the openings on, like, Google Maps. Yes. Because for some reason, they think that Google would show that if it's real. I don't... Just put a blanket of ice over it. No one will know the difference. Yeah, right? No, just <laughs> fucking paint it all blue. Yeah. Um, so you can find, like, stuff, like, really, really deep into, like, a Google search or, like, a search engine search of, like, people mm-hmm. alleging that they, like, found doctored photos of the poles and that there's, you know, gaps and there's caves yeah. and there's ideas as to the stuff. 
Yeah. I don't really give it a whole lot of credence because it's, it's fucking Google it's Earth. It's Google Earth. Like, every yeah. time someone's like, I found some crazy shit on Google Earth. Like, sometimes you can find some cool stuff, but. Well, it, I think to give it some credit, there are some pyramids mm-hmm. that are sometimes seen on Google Earth, whether it be in Antarctica or even like central Mexico, right? Just mm-hmm. random spots. And if you go back, like now, they're not there. They're kind of brushed over with like. Yeah. Some Photoshop tool. So, yeah, like, I don't give Google any credit, but I feel like, oh, you can yeah, definitely, there's, like, yeah. some, I don't know. Yeah, there's, like, some some stuff Google. that you can find on there that's, like, interesting. But if anyone's, like, I found the holes, the poles, baby, like, yeah. it's, that's, exactly. that's not a thing. I agree. Um, they wouldn't let that out if it was found in that manner. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, one of the other models, my favorite model, mm-hmm. honestly, is the honeycomb model. That one is my favorite. Oh, I don't think I know about this one. Yeah, so the honeycomb uh, is basically that it is Did like you it, draw it's it a big while you're talking. I guess it's just it's basically seeing that it's just like an extensive cave system. Okay. That like does the entire planet, and that oh. ties into a lot of the people who were saying that like there's caves that'll take you from like Chile to Peru, right. and there's stuff yep. that'll take you from like Mexico into like the like the plains of America mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the whole idea is just that we have, like, the Earth as a ball, and then within that are all of these interlocking oh. systems of caves and channels and, like, waterways and stuff that traverse around the core. I get you. And then there's some pockets that are bigger than others and some that are smaller. Yeah. Um, it ties in a lot with some of the Native American stuff, of, like the ant people and saying that people live underground oh, and they come in and right, out. you're right, you're right. You know, so this is one of the theories where it doesn't really have much to do with, like, another realm inside of the Earth. Like, right. it doesn't really talk a lot about, like, the inner sun and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it essentially says that, like, there's shit down there. There's, like, all these different, like, basically, like, highways down there that if you know how to traverse them, you can. That is true. And it's interesting with this theory in particular because not only does it tie into a lot of the religious stuff, like, like the Shambhala stuff and a lot of the Tibetan and all these, like, the caves, like, you go into a cave and then you walk for a couple days yep. and you find some crazy shit. Uh, this particular idea fits a lot of the stuff that's in movies that deals with hollower stuff. And the creatures that reside mm-hmm. and come through. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, um, like, you have, like, a journey to the center of the earth and the Atlantis uh, Pixar, or not, well, not I have Pixar, it written but, down too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole idea. It's like you find a cave and then the cave leads you to a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does like Shambhala is in there. Um, but the, the most recent one was the new Godzilla movie. Mm. So a subplot in those movies is that these fucking monsters can get around so fast because of these tunnel systems under the crust that like they can like basically swim right. through so like that's how Godzilla can pop up everywhere. Right. And they even say there's like a throwaway scene in the movie where they're like, I was correct. The hollow earth is right. Like yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. And like a big spoiler. A big that. plot point of that movie is that Godzilla hangs out in like an Atlantis type of place that's been flooded out in like this huge cave mm-hmm. down there. And so it has like all its architecture and like it's very like like Shimbala esque is mm-hmm. where Godzilla lives. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was a very very clever way to throw in like the idea of like a hollow earth. They even means. say the words, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. that's uh yeah, exactly. But I think that that is probably the most plausible yeah. of these like hollow earth theories would mm-hmm. be like the extensive case system and then like that also ties in with a lot of like the Greco-Roman stuff of like an underworld and like you you know take the river to go down there and you have to descend very far down and yeah. labyrinths under there. It ties into like some biblical stuff with 
like hell being like this warm place. That's yeah, underneath. exactly. The earth um, also, fuck, was it Cain? One of them, like when they got banished around or whatever, they had to go down in cave systems or they like disappeared. That's part of like some like some fringe, some fringe stuff that were like uh, when Cain got exiled, he like went underground and mm-hmm. like like Tubal Cain and all that stuff is like. Was that also of, for 40 days? Because I know that like 40 and 40 is such a big number also. I like, didn't really get into that one. In Gematria and numerology. Super hard, yeah. Okay. But I know that there has something to do with like his banishment and like people think that he like went underground. Yeah. And, like, yeah. His bloodline like. Like the whole, like a lot of like the giant stuff and all that, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. But yeah. It would also tie in with the model of like Vedic, the Vedic model of the earth. Mm-hmm. So in Hinduism, they have like the base, right? So that's just like our earth. That's our surface as a body. Because they believe that earth mimics the way our body works and our electromagnetic body works. And it's just like a mirror of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have basically like... Basically this model. I'm just going to show you because it's, I cannot explain it again. I get you. Yeah. um, Yeah, there were a lot of accounts with like the Avatar. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had a few explorers that also went down to Hollow Earth and came up on the other side. And they're like, where the hell am I? Mm -hmm. Which also actually goes to this model as well, the other one. Um, I think the most interesting part of these models is the technological advancements that people have claimed that they've seen mm-hmm. and experienced um, and also ties into predictive programming in media uh, because of Avatar, the movie, right? They have these animals that they can speak to telepathically and all of the um, technology and UFOs and all of their spacecraft can also be run with your own energy and they don't necessarily need an engine because you're the engine. Um, but yeah, I think that like close encounter of the third kind, Logan's run, the thing. Have you heard of any of these? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously yeah. yes. <laughs> they're pretty big. Yeah. Um, all of these mention hollow earth in some way. And, uh, the thing in particular talks about shape-shifting aliens in, a, in, in Antarctica, um, and these scientists are, like, discovering ancient aliens that shapeshift like humans. And that was released in, like, the 80s. So, yeah, that's another. I like the idea. There's a lot of stuff that um, within, like, some Hollow Earth stuff that ties uh, extraterrestrials in air quotes. Calling them interterrestrials instead and saying that, no, aliens aren't from fucking space, dude. They, like, live inside the Earth. Mm-hmm. and. That's why you see him popping in and out of lakes and the ocean and, like, you know, like the poles and blah, blah, blah. Which, I mean, I think that that would be interesting, like, if that were true. Yeah. You know, I mean, it very well could be. I mean, it probably is. And that, you know, again, calling back to a little bit earlier, like, that sort of ties into a lot of the stuff that there's, like, people living down there. And, like, so that idea has been around forever, and it's very cross-cultural. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it's one of the things that you find where it's, like, every, pretty much every culture, like, says, like, there's shit going on underground. Yep. You know? There's shit living down there. There's stuff going on. Like, so that, you know, like, is a very cool part about the stuff when you sort of kind of get into it and try to weed out what is more legitimate than other stuff is, like, just this baseline of, like, there's shit underneath our feet. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, whole civilizations down there. 
and they're probably more advanced than us. Mm-hmm. You know, and then for some reason they decided that life would be better down there as opposed to up here. Mm-hmm. You know, which I, I always thought that would be pretty interesting. But I find it interesting because when people do come back, like explorers or whatever, they um, say that there's manganese and iron and a lot of like minerals that we don't get in plethora mm-hmm. up on the surface. Um, so it does, and it especially when you have giant humans. Mm-hmm. There's just type they're they're taking a better vitamin than us. Like it just sounds it sounds healthier down there, downstairs. Yeah, it definitely sounds like the ecosystem down there would be uh, more prone to causing the flora and fauna to have like gigantic qualities, mm-hmm. which is something you see a lot in these fucking movies. There's dinosaurs down there, and there's big ass plants and. I mean, that's even brought up in one of the earliest works that got popular, the Vril book, which was unfortunately mm-hmm. tied to a lot of Nazi bullshit. I want to, there's something about them later with another one of the theories that I found really fun to mm-hmm. kind of think about. But yeah, there's most of these accounts, there's going to be big ass dudes down there and like woolly mammoths and fucking dinosaurs and huge yeah. plants and huge trees. It's always like balmy, it's like a greenhouse yeah. down there. You know, sometimes you'll find it where it's like there's like bioluminescence that light it up. So there's always sunlight or like there's the inner sun and stuff. But, um, yeah, one of the other models mm-hmm. that I thought was pretty cool was the uh, the concentric spheres model, which was uh, pr- proposed by Edmund Haley in oh, the yeah, late yeah, 1600s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was used. Um, he came up with it because he tried to use it to describe how the magnetic fields work. Yep. So that there's like, you know, different layers of land with air in between them. And then they rotate in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get our magnetic field. Mm-hmm. And he thought that's how all planets got their magnetic fields. And that one is really cool, too, if you think about the different spheres being populated. But also just like the fact that that would be how uh, planets have their magnetic fields and how like magnetism like on that level works. And I feel like that's one of the things... Like one of the ideas that <clears throat> like would have made sense back then. Yeah. You know, in the 1690s, if you're like, well, if here's how we get, you know, electricity on a small scale or whatever. Yep. Or mag- magnetism on a small scale, like this would obviously work on a larger scale. Yeah. Which uh, a lot of the common themes in some of the hollower stuff is like the as above, so below principle where you just like extrapolate like these models that work for us on like a planetary scale. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it was pretty fun. I would imagine it was pretty fun for hollow earth theorists. Um, when the atom was discovered to be hollow, that gave a lot of credence, too, because they're like, yo, if this really tiny fucking thing yep. <laughs> is hollow in the middle, then why isn't, like, why couldn't the earth be hollow, too? Exactly. If everything's just, like, a larger, smaller scale of, of everything else, then, like, come on, guys, like, this is definitely something mm-hmm. that has some credence. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you'll you'll find if you if you you read this how much science this is one of the more scientific. That is absolutely true. You know, this is one that has yeah. a decent amount of like science that isn't just like weird fringe science that like one dude did in like Norway that can't be recreated. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Olaf careful. Johnson or whatever Johnson. Yeah, that was the dude who he said that he took his boat into the maelstrom or whatever. Yeah, him and his son, mm-hmm. and they went for like a few weeks or something. Yeah, that, and that's just another one of the took you know found a hole, went in it. There were <laughs> fucking giants. Yeah, <laughs> we hung out. Now we came back. 
mm-hmm. tell you how to get there again, though. You know, it, it, I would imagine that that would be like a somewhat viable way to do it. Absolutely. You know? So Tesla like uh, mentions Haley a lot mm-hmm. um, because Tesla obviously knew more than probably we ever will know about electromagnetism and the way it works and courses through our own body and how that mimics in the cosmos and like through our own world. Um, but yeah, he he mentions like just the credibility of of that theory of the world um, because of the atom and because of the way electricity works and how electrons, uh, it, it just, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's really fucking cool. Um, There's a lot of credibility to that. I will say that the Hollow Earth was probably one of the first, like, conspiracy or fringe topics mm-hmm. that I really latched on to and was like, what the fuck? Do people really think that this? And then yeah, <laughs> as I started reading this stuff and tried to weed out all the bullshit, it was like, oh, this actually has, like, some scientific credence. Mm-hmm. Like, this could be more possible than, like, some of the other topics we'll inevitably start discussing yeah you know this is probably one of the ones that's like more realistic or like you could talk about and not seem like a fucking whack job to like a normie i get you what you're saying you know what i mean um uh yeah so the one of the probably like the wildest models that i was kind of looking at and one that i found out by reading uh morning of the magicians by lewis powell which is hotly contested because a lot of people think he's full of shit. And I mean, like he probably was, <clears throat> was the, um, the inverted earth or the concave earth theory, which is essentially saying that we live on the inside of a sphere. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I'm, I'll show you a visual representation mm-hmm. so you can kind of get a, a better idea of it um, while I try to explain it. But basically it's saying that everything that would be underneath us is just like solid rock and that everything that's up is going towards like a center at an infinite, like infinitely diminishing point or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. you say that shit. I don't know, but it's saying that like everything that like we observe as our cosmos is really just like shit. That's like inside of the sphere. This is the one I believe in the most. You think that that, yeah, that would be, I mean, honestly, like that would kind of make sense. It would make sense. Mostly for me, because I do view everything as a mirror. Mm-hmm. And it would be also the most closely in resemblance to the Vedic map. Because they, Tibetan medicine too, right? They knew just so much about the body and mm-hmm. electricity. And the way that our earth mirrored that. Oh, your phone. Your phone went off. But yeah, that is... Um, I don't know. If everything is a projection, like that one just makes the most sense to me. But... It does make a lot of sense. It also, yeah. it it lends itself to a really interesting, like, view of the cosmos. So, it would essentially be, like, from my understanding of it, that, like, there's just, like, this infinite plane of, like, solid matter. Mm-hmm. But then within it are these, like, little tiny bubbles, like, the way, you, like, when you bake bread, there's, like, air pockets in mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. But every one of these little air pockets is, like, its own cosmos, you know, so like every every single one of them would be like kind of like lined up in this weird thing. And mm. I feel like that, like you could make an argument that that would lead itself to like you could get to like you could get to string theory from a concave Earth model if you expand like yeah you know um, like the solid ground beneath you thing. But um, in Lewis Powell's book, he talks a lot about Nazi shit, and he claims, and again, like people don't really 
give a lot of credence to his book, and I mean, I don't either, but it's a fun thing to think about. He he claims that the Nazis believed in the concave earth, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he claims that they, and, you know, obviously a lot of their esoteric knowledge was based on Tibetan shit and through Helena Blavatsky and all that stuff. Yeah. And all those guys who really wanted to open up the East and bastardize yep. it to fit their worldview. Um, he claims that a lot of the radio technology that they were developing was because they thought that we were inside of a hollow earth thing and yeah. they could point their radio straight up and get to the Western hemisphere from going straight up and like just, you know, reaching the other side of this interior sphere. Mm-hmm. Um Within that train of thought, it's also suggested that a lot of the rocketry technology, the reason they wanted it so bad wasn't to go to space, but was to cut through and reach the other side by going straight up. Yep. You know, and I always thought that that was like kind of a a very interesting take on a lot of the Nazi technology that we know about. And then also a lot of the alleged Nazi technology and a lot of the secret Nazi technology that is supposedly out there. Um it fucking sucks that you have to talk about Nazis so much whenever you do this fringe stuff. Because- it's interesting, too, because um, I... So, Mandela Effect has another word for, it, like, retcon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was getting to some stuff, like, a couple years ago about how, like, because the power of word, we're kind of creating another World War II, and we're creating a universe in which, like, Hitler did kind of win. <laughs> and, like, we're kind of seeing that, right? Or like, uh, fuck Nazis, fuck this, you know? Like, they're coming back. And it's like, that's so random to be in 2020 and to even, like, discuss the validity of them still being here. But they did know a lot. Like, they harnessed it negatively, obviously, but they were harnessing, like, kind of the, the right powers and knowledge i can go off on a whole fucking tangent about yeah it, on, but no you're right the, the gist of it is that like it sucks that nazis sucked because that was a state that was funding some like really cool shit yeah but they just used it in like the worst way and like the dumbest way possible that's what also you see in movies yeah. too yeah but right? they always have like cool shit like they it was fucking like like imagine like working for the state Right. And then the state being like, yo, we're going to fund your trip. You're going to find some magical shit for us, dude. It's like, what the fuck? That's so fucking tight. <laughs> like, the yeah. idea of doing that is, like, so fucking sick. Like, yeah, yeah. The feds are sending you to the desert to find the fucking Ark of the Covenant or, like, yeah. some fucking magical spear or some bullshit. Like, that would be so fucking sick. Yeah. But, like, obviously, like, they're assholes. Um, but, like, that's always, like, something I've... You know, thought about within, like, yeah. a lot of the, like, the Nazis are crazy shit. It was like, man, if only they weren't fucking dicks. The villain theory. Have you heard of that, of, of, of our universe? Or there's, mm-hmm. like, a villain and hero theory. And basically, like, in the villain theory, like, there has to be that, the bad guy. There has He has to be kind of, like, the um, protagonist of everyone's story in order. The antagonist? Yeah, I guess, but he's kind of like the protect. Mm. Like he's actually like the main dude. Yeah, I mean, like that's a you know. And he's there's like, always a bad guy in religion. There's always a bad guy in yeah, every story. There's something for you to overcome but, and for you to you know. Um. So yeah, back to the technology though. So we know that Tesla was working on the science of these technologies, and we know that Hitler was. Um, he had already discovered a lot of these. I don't want. I don't even want to call them UFOs, but crafts, spacecrafts mm-hmm. that 
we're powered by electromagnetism and um I don't want to say magic either. It was just straight energy and like vibrations. Fucking <laughs> good vibes. Vibes, dude. yo. <laughs> well, a lot of the um well, sorry, wait. And so they were claiming that Hitler and Nazis actually escaped to Hollow Earth mm-hmm. and were either sharing this knowledge of this technology or being like, oh, we're just going to store our technology down in Hollow Earth and like have it appear on the surface mm-hmm. every so often. Which is interesting within that because the two locations, I mean, like it has been very well documented that mm-hmm. the Nazis went to South America. Yes, yes, yes. Which would make sense. Um, within the hollow earth stuff because that has this huge cake, so cave systems like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So on the, you know, like on the surface, pun intended, I guess, it's like the Nazis went to South America because it's South America. Mm-hmm. But then you could also argue that like they went there because they knew they were fucking holes to the center of the earth there. Yep. The other place where people think that they went is Antarctica. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so you have these two purported places of opening to the hollow earth, and they just happen to be the two places where people are pretty sure the Nazis ended up. Mm-hmm. You know, but one of the, before we move off of like the concave earth thing, um, and Tesla also, because it's funny how all this shit just is always it's connected. Always connected. Yeah. Tesla uh, famously in the French community had that really powerful radio and he alleged that he was getting radio signals from space, Mm -hmm. right? So he was getting these really faint signals. He was convinced they were from off planet. Now, if you tie that into the concave earth theory, then essentially what Tesla was doing was he was getting radio signals from the other side of the concave earth. Mm -hmm. Or what could be possible is if you believe in this stuff, is that he was getting signals from the hollow earth or from inside of the earth. Mm -hmm. There's also a thing about the the reason why he chose where he was is that he could, like he was trying to send signals like through the earth to the other side Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So it's very possible that he was somehow interacting with things inside the earth in one of these pockets or in one of these like internal spheres Mm -hmm. or something, which again would be interesting. And like if he liked Haley, then he was definitely aware of the theory that like there's shit going on under there. Yep. You know, and it's very possible that he was either uh, intentionally or unintentionally like contacting these people, or I'll call them people in air quotes, but you know, contacting these beings down there. Like or he was trying to. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we don't really know a lot of Tesla stuff because they took all of his shit, including his life. Oh yeah. I went to his little statue thing in Niagara Falls, though. Yeah, that's another thing, right? So there's a lot of, and I will tie this back, I promise. <laughs> Going back to the openings and the different openings, mm-hmm. I am I am strongly convinced that there's one on the East Coast, like near us, like around D.C. as well. Mm-hmm. Mostly because that's kind of where his research happened. Mm-hmm. And he kind of knew locations and like where he was supposed to be to have like that prime connection. But also like there is just a wild amount of Egyptian symbolism in D.C. and on the East Coast. And so if you look at, like, structures as monumental sigils and places for concentrated energy, it would just make sense that there was one around where he was. I mean, yeah. Or, like, I don't know. It it could be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the the nation building with early D.C. stuff is just... 
That's a whole other thing where you talk about the yeah. layout of DC. And also that's one that's been fucking beat to death, too. Where, oh, you think so? I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot on there. But. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's kind of one that's, like, pretty easy to look at and be like, hey, isn't this fucking crazy? Yeah. You just look at a fucking 144 map. miles and then this one and, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the streets intersect in this way, so you have this shape. Like, okay, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's, like, a pretty, like, pedestrian one. But it's still like like it's. It's one of my favorites, though. Yeah, I mean, just like numerology and gematria and like structures is it's, really. It's a really cool. It's a really powerful. It's a really powerful topic to get into because it you know you're subconsciously absorbing all this shit all day and like, you know you're seeing all these monuments and all these statues and you don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah. It's not because you're dumb. It's just because you know you don't fucking know. Exactly. You know, and you, like the fucking. Shit on top of buildings and statues and all that bullshit. And it's just like you see them and you are subconsciously processing them, but like you don't know yeah. what they are and like if they have a power to influence all these other things. Yeah, it was a tangent, but it connected to Tesla because like you were saying, like he yeah. just knew, he knew where to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so back to Hollow Earth stuff. Oh, trying to, <laughs> trying yes, to get, sir. Trying Thank to, you. Yes. Trying to get back there. Um, I think later we're going to. Try to do an episode on like other hollow planets, which I fucking love. Okay. Like just the idea of like hollow planets is like very fucking tight. Mm-hmm. Or rather like alternative like planetary forms or, you know, planetary functions and stuff. Because there's pretty much every planet there's like people who think that there's like some shit going on there. I think know? it would make the most sense then to do your topic next and then do NASA afterwards. We can do that. That'll be fine. We'll figure that out. Um but yeah, so I think there's a decent amount of validity to the idea of there being shit going on inside the Earth. Based on the explorers and the scientists and the credible people behind that research and exploration. Yeah, and just like the historical record is rife with shit coming in and out of the ground. Through many cultures, they're all interconnected and their stories just wildly uncannily similar. I mean, I would go so far as to say as most. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I'm not absolutely. I don't almost all, know, yeah. You know, every religion, but there's always something creepy going on down there. And like, it, it, in some places, it's the bad place. And some, in some uh, schools of thought, it's a bad place. And some schools of thought, it's like the good place. Yep. Which is also like that very interesting dichotomy of like, you know, like either trying to keep people away from this or to have people try to go, mm-hmm. and it's. It's always this like very interesting like fight between like like what's good and what's evil, but also when it comes to yeah, yeah but yes, your villain theory. But like you know, when it comes to the Hollow Earth, it's always it's always very fun to try to figure out what's going on down there. But uh, I mean, like every fucking culture, there's a whole bunch of shit too, like in Eastern Europe with it, where they um, like the cave systems over there, and like there's giants, and you know, yeah. there's always like some kind of like gigantism happening. Like, yep. when you're not on the surface. Yeah, you, you know? have to see it from, like, satellite. Yeah. And there are many underground tunnels, homes, <laughs> just civilizations built underneath Egypt. And even here in America, like, we can talk about Hollow Earth, but I think it's very related to uh, the underground tunnels mm-hmm. um, that different airports and government buildings have with one another. So that's interesting. So well, I feel like they, because they know one, right? Like these people are in the know of Hollow Earth. And if that was the case, then you'd probably have some type of a highway system for elites to traverse. 
Oh, I mean, like, you definitely do. I mean, there's a lot of the, like, emergency protocols, at least mm -hmm. in America and also other places, are all underground. There's yeah. underground bunkers everywhere. There's yeah. underground safe houses everywhere, you know. Just, it it's kind of preposterous to think that, like, within the last hundred years, we realize that, like, yo, you can kind of ride some shit out if you just go underground. Yeah. And obviously, like, the Fallout series, and there's, like, a lot of different video game series, too, that have yeah. to deal with, like, going underground to escape the fucked up shit that's happening on the surface. Yeah. You know, and you'll find, like, fringe Christian theory stuff about, like, people who survived the flood by going underground or going into cave systems. And, mm -hmm. like, it's always, like, this idea of, like, either, like, salvation underground and, like, being on the surface kind of fucking sucks, you know? And it's just fucking fascinating. It's, it's fascinating because it ties into dark magic practices and, like, the initiation mm -hmm. rites of passage. You're supposed to go underground, be buried for, like, a few days. And then same with, like, uh, Vedic historical growth of magic, like, on the different tiers. Like, you were supposed to pretend to die or basically die for three days and then don't eat. You don't sleep. You don't blah, blah, blah. You just, you're underground and then you come back like a renewed mm -hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have any other? I don't really have any contributing models other than the ones that we spoke about. Um, yeah, so I guess that concludes models. Yeah, and that's origins I mean, and the explorers that kind of that took up like half the fucking time. But I feel like that's probably awesome. like the most important part of it because then you get into some of the esoteric stuff and like exactly. That's one of the ones where, like, you either it either hits or miss with you. You know what I mean? But, like, misses with you. But, like, at least if you get, like, the general idea that, like, if the Earth is a sphere, which, let's be fucking real, it probably fucking is, um, the flatter shit just doesn't do Oh, is that what you me. mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah. If I don't buy, like, I mean, yeah, a connected I sphere. Yeah. But I do. In, yeah, in the yeah. grand scheme of things, if it is a sphere that has openings or it does, mm -hmm, like, the, mm -hmm, like it's shaped like the eye and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, it, just to really drill home that, like, more than likely the Earth isn't a solid ball. It's probably a ball, probably not a solid ball. You know, there's probably shit going on underneath us mm -hmm. that was either created by man or was created by other shit. Yes. You know, and I would probably bet that, like, it's, like, some other shit going on down there. Agreed. Very old shit. Yeah. You can get into some really fun stuff about the sun within Hollow Earth and, like, the sun's rays and, like, mm -hmm. why the fuck, if we're supposed to be on the Earth's surface, do we get fucking sunburn, dude? There's a really good PDF that was about, like, it was, like, 10 reasons why, like, 10 reasons why, like, humans obviously weren't from Earth. Mm -hmm. And it talks about, like, our posture and, like, the way that, like, we walk and, like, the way that, like, our gestation period works mm -hmm. and how we react to the sun. And yes. I, I always thought that was very interesting, too, because, yeah. like, you know, it, it could be possible if you believe in, like, some, like, tie some Darwinian evolution theory into it that, like, we might have, like, come from an inner situation mm -hmm. or... We are on a different level of, like, the concentric spear model, you know, and this 
might not be the highest model or the lowest model. Yeah, and then, which ties in with the Tibetan map as well. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, the heavens, you have the yep. base earth, and you have, like, hell or underground. Or the, the Norse stuff, too, where yes. there's all the different... Yeah, the Norse, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. tree of life thing. Yep. The Yags drill, Yigs drill. I don't know, man. I'm fucking... I read these you things, know. but I never have to say them out loud. Why did I get you a notebook then? <laughs> I read them. I don't fucking talk to my notebook. But, like, you know... If you have all these different levels, like, it's very possible that we aren't on, like, the top one, either physically or, like, <laughs> mentally or whatever, you know? Yes. Um, you can talk about you know, vibrations and raising your vibrations, which will make you lighter so you go to a different plane or, you know, whatever. But just the Earth isn't solid. The Earth isn't solid. <laughs> the Earth isn't solid. Thank you. Planets probably aren't solid. Agreed. They're probably circles. Yes. They're probably not solid circles. Empty, like, globular Hollow globular. Yeah. 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 Um, you, you want to talk more about, like, I don't know. Yeah, so I want to get into um, the reasons that we see this in entertainment. Do it. Far away. All right. So we were talking, you were just saying right now, oh, my God, recap. You were talking about globular earth, right, and people, Native mm-hmm. Americans. So a lot of movies, mostly sci-fi movies, mm-hmm totally touch on the fact that there are creatures from Mm -hmm. underneath us it's yeah horror movies and sci-fi movies yeah there's always something lurking underneath yeah there's always something lurking in the darkness and it's usually like this black goopy monster alien race that wants to breed with humans which is kind of like nephilim right Mm -hmm. iconic Mm -hmm. nephilim with humans or um but also you said something about like raising your vibrations Mm mm-hmm to get lighter. Mm-hmm. Avatar and a lot of Disney movies and a lot of Cartoon Network shows even speak about this goodness and like raising vibrations. And I think that the reason that it's introduced to us in such a deceitful way through media is to one, discredit the fringe community when we do speak about it, mm-hmm. but to also put it out there so once they do release the info to us to be like, yeah, there's stuff underneath us. People are like, yeah, duh. Yeah, duh where, dude. where do you knew that? Yeah, it's dude. like, but they were lying to us for so long. And I think that that's the one thing that trips me up, but trips me out about this shit in particular is um, if there was no credence to it, if there was no truth to it, if there was no validity behind any of this, then why go through such great lengths to one, cover it up, two, lie about it, and then three, discuss it in a mocking way in an entertainment where people are going to be glued to their television and it is programming like when we talk to tv or talk about tv programs like it is programming Mm -hmm. it's tv programming yeah well it's we're going to touch on this like pretty much in everything that we ever talk about yes yeah but a lot of the stuff that conspiracy and fringe people talk about these topics you're given like the tiniest little crumb all the time. So it kind of satiates you a little bit. And it's like kind of in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of like there being cave systems isn't fucking wild. You go to cave systems. Like, you know, around here, like you're like Lorraine Caverns. Yeah. You know, you go there. You go, like you're taught in textbooks about like the Native Americans who like carved their houses out of out of stone. Mm-hmm. And lived in these canyons and these fissures on the ground. Like the idea of cave systems and the idea of there's something underneath 
isn't fucking crazy. Like, you know that there's sewer systems, houses have basements. Like, like the idea of like things being subterranean, like subways, public transit stuff. Mm-hmm. The idea of shipping underneath you isn't fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, so every once in a while you get something kind of thrown out there a little bit to kind of, to keep you from really critically thinking about it and really yep. being like, really trying to figure that out because they're just making it so normalized yeah. where it's like, yeah, dude, no, like, of course there's stuff down there, but all it is is a subway. Exactly. There's not a whole other, like, world down there. There's not, like, a whole other, like, basically dimension underneath us. Like, yeah, nah, it's just, like, power lines and shit, dude. Like, we're the people who thought of putting shit underground. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, nah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Go back to work. Go back mm-hmm. to work. You know, and, and, and you'll find that with everything that we talk about. It is, yeah. And that's what I even have yeah. written down here as, like, a concluding topic is, like, well, why should you care about Hollow Earth? And I think the fact is, like, why should you care about anything we're talking about and mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about? And I have written here, like, if theories are now being revealed as truth, then why is Hollow Earth also being laughed at? It's only a matter of time, but the truth is also revealed to the masses and everyone for- forget about it. And just forget about it being talked about in fringe communities. And it will really, like, diminish um, our validity as researchers and validity of explorers that were before us that were even talking about. It's like, yeah, well, duh. Like, of course people live underground. Yeah. Like, that's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's bomb shelters, dude. Of course there's people down there. Yeah, I've seen so, Fallout, man. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's. It, Fallout, yeah. I mean, the, the first ones were cool. I haven't played the new one. I don't really have It's any. not good. You're not missing anything. The fourth Fallout, I could do a whole rant about that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have no interest in a lot of those yeah. MMORPGs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're going to hear about topics on this show. And you're going to be like, oh, I kind of i am familiar with that to an extent. You know? Like, most of the stuff, for at least a while, isn't going to be super out of left field. Because a lot of the conspiratorial stuff, like the real conspiratorial stuff, like mm-hmm. the actual stuff, is very plausible. It's just a little bit away from your normal line of thinking. Yes. And so it gets planted in your brain a little bit. So it's there. It occupies a little piece of space. But then it gets buried underneath your bills and your job and your drama and trying to go to rehab and, you know, the vacation you want to take and your mm-hmm. mom gets sick. And it just gets buried underneath everything. Yeah. But, like, it's there, and then that way you, you know, it'll be easier when it's forced to come out. Exactly. Or if it comes out, then it's not like a total shock to this. Yeah, and if we're, if masses are herded to think the same thing at the same time and to be revealed the truth at the same time, um, it, it, it kind of removes, yeah, the importance and the power of the truth to begin with. Yeah. And I think that at the basis of all the things that we're going to be speaking about, there's a truth and a power within our own bodies that are being used for bills and for work and for this and for that. Um, so even hollow earth, right? Like if we apply it to our own bodies, like there is, I know you're going to hate me. There's an inner sun. There's an inner soul within us that powers us because based on Tesla's work, based on a lot of people's research, we are crystals and we do send off a vibration well, and a the, frequency. The microcosm, so. and then there's the macrocosm. Yeah, and as above, so below. Yeah, yeah, and we are that. Up, yeah. And um, yeah, and so you were saying that it like occupies such a tiny part of your brain. I am so into this and have been studying it for years because I want people to harness their own power and to understand that uh, there is just so much more out there and that they are so much more powerful than they've been led to believe. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
we're going to probably have this same exact. Oh, I will. Yeah. Every, every single time we fucking do this. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of these topics are keeping away from people because you won't be fucking cattle anymore. If you actually realize uh, your potential, your whole community's potential, like the human race's potential, like. Yeah. If you think that all that there is is like I wake up and I go to my job and I come home and I make dinner and I watch a little bit of TV and I go to bed, but then, you know, maybe if I'm lucky two days a week, I can kind of sleep in and like do my chore. Like if that's all you think your existence is, then like you're never going to really want to fucking see what else is out there, know what else is out there. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. and then if you don't, then like there are people who are profiting and multiple ways off of you being dumbed down and focused on this little tiny thing in front of you, mm -hmm. you know? And so then when you kind of realize that like the earth isn't that much bigger than what we're presented, but it definitely is a lot bigger than what we're like. There's shit out there that isn't stuff you see in your every day. Yes. And it makes, I mean, my thing is that it makes life a lot more fucking interesting. Yeah. Like if, if there, like if there were no conspiracy theories Right. If there were no fringe topics to mm, look into, mm. life would be so fucking boring and dumb. I would have blown my brains out like in high school. Because like, what's the fucking point? What is the point? Like, 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 there's no like magic, or not like magic in like a, you know what I mean? Like, there's no like, there's nothing interesting. Like, there's nothing cool and like exotic if everything is just like the culmination of your like high school education. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking real. Like for mm -hmm, real. Like, mm -hmm. it, like. I, I like this stuff and I like reading about this stuff to try and make myself, you know, better. Although I don't really apply a lot of it. But, um, you know, it's it's important for people to at least have an understanding that, like, there's other shit going on. Yeah. Um, to conclude, though, and to wrap up, uh, what, what would you tell people to go research? Like, I would say look into Admiral Byrd, Admiral mm -hmm. Perry. Um, obviously look into Haley and that model. Oh, yeah. If you go, there are a couple decent websites, and I'll probably plug them constantly. But oh, like, cool. yeah. One I of the that. first websites I normally go to is bibliotecopleades.net. Same, yeah. Um, that is a really good site that has a just a huge, I don't think they really update it anymore, but mm -hmm. there's just like this huge index of topics. And so you can go there and you just click on the hollow earth theory and then it just comes up with tons and tons and tons and tons of articles and videos and links wow you know yeah that's a good site actually that and yeah much. that's a really good place to start for pretty much anything that we're going to talk about in the future and okay. i'll be fucking real that's normally where i go first i've cool. been you know since fucking i found out about no it same ago. like high school you know it's essentially sure. just playing the wikipedia game mm -hmm. and that's also a good place to go to like don't discredit wikipedia i mean because if, they are releasing information and mm -hmm. truth, and if you know how to use it and actually research it, then there is a lot of fact in Wiki. I mean, it's peer That's edited. Fair. You know, like 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 it's citizen researchers to an extent. Like yeah. oh, like you're not going to find any fucking crazy hidden gems on there. But if you just want to get the basis of it, like it provides you with hyperlinks. So like mm -hmm. and you, authors, yeah, and exactly. just yeah, just if you don't understand something. Just click on the fucking link and give yeah. it a, at least like that little top section cursory glance, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I've talked about this, like with politics stuff. I'm not getting into politics. Don't give me that I, fucking uh. look. <laughs> <laughs> when you get into stuff that isn't like mainstream thought yeah. in any, any area in your life, 
you are expected to have a fucking PhD in it. Mm -hmm. Because people who have been kind of fed this like mainstream idea, this mainstream narrative of whatever the topic is, they're going to be like, well, like prove it. Like, how can you say that? And they want you to like blow their mind. Yeah. So you have to be like an expert in it. Like you can't just be like, it's common sense. That fucking aliens are real. Like, it's common sense that ghosts are a thing, dude. Like, you have to be like, well, in 1785, this French author wrote this thing. And, like, you can look at this model and look this up. And it's like, it just becomes, like, intellectually exhausting. Because, like, you're always on the defensive and you're always going to be, like, backed into this corner. But, like, the more you educate yourself about really any of this stuff. And all of this shit ties together. You're going to start, if you start looking at, I guarantee you three different topics we cover on the show. Oh, yeah. You will start seeing the same fucking names, the same organizations, the mm-hmm, same concepts, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the same hyperlinks. If you looked at it like on a Wikipedia page. Yep. Because, you know, like there's very similar shit cutting through all of this. And it's stuff that like yeah. people should be aware of. And that, you know, you should at least have like at least like a very... A passing interest in mm-hmm. you know what I mean just mm-hmm. like to be like an informed citizen even if Agreed. you don't fucking believe it exactly at least just know like take two hours out of your fucking day and like become somewhat educated mm-hmm. on like you know the idea that the earth isn't a solid ball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't you know don't get super into it and then go flat yeah, earth and go to the that's convention the... although we should go to the next I one. was gonna tell you we go. <laughs> we, I, I really want to go I, with I, you. I would love to go same so um, I want to probably Shout out Truthstream Media. Mm-hmm. Everyone should just watch their stuff. Yeah. Um, David Icke, obviously. I, I mm-hmm. know you, your opinions of him, but he does have a lot of good stuff and a lot of good truths out there. Even though he did work for BBC, I have some weird stuff, but um, as well as Enter the Stars. Um, That's actually a good point to bring well. up, too. Um, when you get into fringe mm-hmm. researchers and conspiracy researchers, mm-hmm. everybody has an angle. Everybody has an agenda. Everybody has a book they're trying to sell. It's not a bad thing. I mean, we're hopefully going to monetize this sometime, too. You know what I'm saying? I would love to write a book. <laughs> I would love to, too. I mean, yeah. but that's, a you know, we can't do that while we're not making money off of this. Mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. when you get into this, when you get into this community, when you get into this sphere of, of online shit, because, I mean, really it is. It's like we wouldn't have as strong of a community if it wasn't for the online Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Like yeah. there were always like conspiracy theory books and like weird books, but like really like the internet is the reason why this yeah. is. You're going to find a lot of people talking about a lot of different topics that you might not have fucking heard of, and you're going to get really interested right when you start. And then about an hour in, two hours in, you're going to start seeing some weird shit. And you have a choice with it. You can either ignore it or you can run with it. You're going to find a lot of stuff within a lot of these topics where pretty soon it becomes like anti-Jew. It becomes like we're controlled by reptiles. It becomes like anti-communist. It becomes anti-capitalist. It becomes like Mm anti-America, anti-Israel. Like you're going to get into these topics. And then a lot of people will always start tying it back to like one of their very central theses. Theses, yeah, and so just be be wary of who you're researching and 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 what they promote and what they try to sell. And you will find that there's two types of people in this broader community. They're either like experts on one thing, or they're like kind of experts on everything, but they all kind of tie together to like a central theme. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, there's. 
to go back kind of to sources and stuff like if you don't like reading, if you don't have time to read, there are a million YouTube videos on Hollow Earth. Mm -hmm. If you go to whatever you listen to podcasts on and just type in Hollow Earth in the search bar, you will find a million shows, yeah. a million conspiracy theory shows. And, you know, and it's, I mean, be cautious as to who you listen to because some people are more credible than others and some people are promoting ideas that you might not agree with. Mm -hmm. Don't let that dissuade you from researching stuff but just take it into account like yeah people are going to be coming from all different kinds of angles and they're going to throw their own shit in there and yeah you know if it's not something that really bothers you to your core pun intended i guess like don't let it really fuck with you that hard mm -hmm. just kind of ignore it like i there are tons of people like tons of researchers who i kind of listen to their stuff and i'm aware of their stuff but it just gets to a point where it's like, all right, I'm going to fast forward through this bullshit again. Mm -hmm, like, I'm going to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of zone out while you go on this tangent. But then, you know. I think one of the biggest rules for myself for filtering out um, who I listen to is, yeah, what were you, like, how are you profiting off of me? And if you're asking for a profit or if you're, you're asking for my money right off the bat, I'm probably not going to listen. Because if you know what we know, in the fringe, at the core, and like the reason it's all connected, you are merely doing this to assist people and assist yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. And yeah, don't take it so seriously. Yeah, don't take it so seriously. Like, don't keep, don't be a fucking weirdo about any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is super easy for you to go on like a fucking, I'm so finding out the truth bender. Exactly. And then you just become fucking insufferable. And you're yeah. that guy at work. Or you're that guy at dinner. And it's just like, dude, like. Shut the fuck up and let me enjoy my fucking tikka masala. Like, exactly. I don't need to fucking hear about the evils of the education system right now. I know. I was that person too because I was just like so gunko. But yeah, also, yeah. God, when I, like <laughs> the height, <laughs> the height of me getting fucked up. Like I there was know. a good summer of me just like nodding in and out and be like, yeah, but you know, like the ice giants, <laughs> man. Like if you read this and go back, and <laughs> like it's a hole. It was it was dark. A time. literal hole. Oh yeah. God. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for time. We're right at 57 minutes. Nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Yes, cool. we can give it to an hour. Um, you brought up money stuff. I'll say it on here. Um, just like eventually we will be seeking some sort of, not comp like compensation, I suppose. Well, a monetization for this. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to do a Patreon. Um, if we ever got approached for commercials, I don't fucking know if we do it or not. Do sponsors maybe. like if we got it nice podcast on, equipment? Yeah, <laughs> it depends something. on who yeah. it is, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, but um, we would. The plan is to monetize this so that we can make this a job. Yes, you I. Know? Ever since I was much younger, I have seen myself um, not even spreading the truth, but helping people reveal their own truth. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and I do. I, I want to make this my main source of income. I would love to be able to break the wage cycle into. Yeah, I want to teach you know. other people how to liberate themselves from wage slavery as well, because I do yeah. have that knowledge, and I am living, and I'm going to continue to live in a place where I am not held down by capitalism, because I know my own power. Yeah. And I'm not better or worse than anyone. I just know. I'm, I'm better than most people. You no, know, you are. You're just the best person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to? briefly go over the different tiers that we were thinking about or nothing's really set in stone right now but uh, before we get to the tiers i just want to really reiterate that like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if we get money from you the listener it is going directly back into the show 
before we start to be able to actually incorporate this money into our lives. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like mm -hmm. we have like a decent rig right now. It could be better. Um, we have someone who is going to be doing pro audio stuff until we start making money. And I would like to be able to compensate them. Mm -hmm. Same thing with artwork and that kind of stuff. Like people have expressed interest in doing it for free until we start making money. And not only would I like for the two of us to be able to kind of have this be a source of income, mm -hmm. obviously my friends and loved ones also, if I can incorporate anybody I know into yeah. this and like help them out too. Like exactly. It would be nice to be able to do that. So any and all money that we would gain from anything involved with the show is first and foremost going into making this product what we want it to be because we're very limited with our income right now mm -hmm. and it's good enough but it's like not pro level and in order to get there we just need more shit <laughs> like we mm -hmm. need more money you yeah know? absolutely and we're not going to drag our feet but we're also in like no real rush to start like making fucking cash off of this and we will obviously be putting our own resources mm -hmm. into it and big borrow stealing to kind of make things work. But the goal is to be able to have this be like a legitimate, respectable, professional product. Mm -hmm. Be able to compensate our friends. Agreed. And then be able to have this be our main source of income. Yeah. That being said, we will eventually be launching a Patreon. And for tiers, we're thinking. Okay, so for $5 a month, uh, that gives you access to, uh, I believe... So all of our podcasts, all of our hour-length podcasts, um, uh, I don't think that I think that the second tier uh, would be ten mm -hmm. ten dollars a month, and um, that would give you not only early access, um, but I think that I wanted to maybe introduce listeners to like our earlier two podcast <laughs> tests. That'd be kind of cute. Yeah, we have like some tests that we can throw up on. There. Yeah, um, and then. I, I don't know. What were you thinking for 10? I was thinking more like movie club, but that's yeah, a whole. Yeah, I mean, that would be the idea. I think that, like, probably for, for $5 a month, you'll get an extra episode a week. Mm-hmm. Probably. You know, we haven't really worked out a lot of the kinks yet. Um, but more than likely, it'll be, like, an extra episode. Yeah. Or we'll talk for an extra hour on, like, the same topic or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. We can mm -hmm. go either way with that. We could do another subject. Yeah. Or we could just keep the recorder rolling and just kind of spitball for yeah i like that you know, we were kind of catch up and chill yeah we were also talking about for 15 dollars a month uh we could do a movie club mm -hmm. type so um whoever is paying the 15 dollar tier you would send in a suggestion for a film or some type of book or any type of movie yeah. entertainment source and we would analyze that yeah um it would be fun to do like a thing for an above $5 tier to mm -hmm, where it's mm -hmm. like we do like a video type of thing or we just have like an audio companion where it's like something that's accessible to everyone like on one of the very popular streaming mm -hmm. platforms or like a YouTube video or something. Mm -hmm. And then be like, all right, press play. One, two, three, click. And then we just kind of have like a commentary track. Or yeah. Like whatever type of track. Yeah. It. Was something that we had talked about before because we had talked about either doing like a live as the media is being processed commentary or having specific episodes where it's like we sit down we watched a movie and now we're going to give you like a book report on mm -hmm, it you know mm -hmm. so those are two options that we've been kicking around um once these episodes go up we'll have 
an email address and a, like some sort of like a website, maybe social media presence. We haven't gotten that far yet, but we will make a way for people to contact us. Yeah. Any and all ideas are appreciated. So uh, the suggestions for topics are going to be very much appreciated. Mm -hmm. And we will incorporate a way to where like, if you pay us a certain amount of money, like we'll put your ideas into like a guaranteed queue. Yeah. You know? One of the, one of the things that interests me the most about this Patreon is that I want to incorporate our community mm -hmm. into our shows. I want to get other people's perspectives and angles. Um, and I want to be a platform for other people too, as well as, you know, supporting people. But You're talking about trying to do like a, like a discord chat too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was interested in maybe looking into getting our own discord and, um, just, yeah. Having listeners yeah, pop in down. and just talk. Yeah. I definitely listen to some shows where if you're a patron, you get like a chat room with the hosts, Ooh, which would cool. be something fun that we could do, mm -hmm. you know, while we're recording or after recording. We could also do a thing probably where we could figure out how to do a live stream while we're recording. Oh. So they would get it while it's happening. And yeah. Do, you know what I mean? But these are all things that we'll figure out on our own just ideas we've been kicking around, but we do have plans to move this show along. Mm hmm um, do you think we should announce what we're doing the next episode on, or do you want to wait and announce that when the, because I picked Hollow Earth, so now it's your turn to pick a topic. Tune in next week to see what Sun picks for the next topic. <laughs> yeah. <not good. laughs> we'll, we'll all be waiting. Yeah. All right. We're going to go. Peace. Bye.